2: Welcome back to Hour 2 on a Thursday. Steve Sipple, Jake Sorensen, Early Break, fun show so far. I'd say a wild show so far. Check out the podcast at theticketfm.com. You can always call or text 402-464-5685. Watch and comment on Facebook, Twitch, YouTube, and Twitter. The show is sponsored by Gain of Trucking. Mike Schaefer will be here shortly, I believe.
1: You, You fancy yourself sort of an NFL expert, right? Yeah. So there's a good question to ask you right now. What... What is your draft projection for Trey Palmer?
2: Well, as we pointed out in the first hour, uh, thank you to Corey and Lincoln for sending me the link, uh, to Pro Football Focus has their midseason All-American list out there. And Trey Palmer is a first-team All-American midseason, along with the two
1: Ohio State receivers. Receivers don't, like some of the best receivers, Rondale Moore, comes to mind. Yep. Isn't necess- that doesn't necessarily mean high draft? But well,
2: what was he? Third round, second round? Wasn't Rondale second
1: round pick? Rondale. Oh, sir. Rondale Moore. Oh, yeah, Rondale Moore, Purdue, fourth round, third or fourth. Okay, David Bell, Cleveland, fourth round, fourth round. Yeah, yep, yep, yep. Um, now I don't. I I I I'm asking you the question and then I'm answering it. I seem as a as a third day pick, like a fourth or fifth rounder. What's the second day?
2: By the second, way? okay. So first round is day one. Yeah, second, second, third, and third is day two. Yeah, I see him Fourth as a third. Seventh is yeah. day three.
1: I see him as a day three pick high, high, high on day three.
2: But can he improve? Can he go higher than that this year? Well, still?
1: okay. Now think about it. you're the one who watches the NFL much more than I do. What, where do you, do you seem as a as a starting receiver in the NFL right I now? I would,
2: t- I would ask you this. I mean, what what really helps these receivers out when it comes to Elevating their draft, grade.
1: 10 ten two speed, right in the one
2: hundred. When they have their forty yard dash at the combine, right, they go from here to whoop. They yeah. go really fast. <laughs> yeah, I
1: wonder what he'll run as a forty. If he's
2: in the four twos or, or four threes, excuse me, somewhere low four
1: threes, he's gonna run an explosive forty.
2: That well, if he's if he's below four four, he's yeah. gonna go high. Yeah, or he's I mean higher than he, he, right now.
1: The coach has referred to him running as a ten two hundred. Now that. I wonder if he runs at 10-200. I mean, if he does, if he's put down at 10-200, that's ridiculous. Guess
2: what's going to help Trey Palmer out in his draft status? If he continues to burn the deep ball against these good defenses coming up. Mm -hmm. If he's getting deep on Illinois, who is allowing nothing this season. If Iowa is getting deep on Wisconsin, Michigan, Minnesota, Mm -hmm. and they know what's coming and they still can do it, guess what that means? You can't cover the guy. Right. Well, he's gotten deep
1: against most people.
2: I know. But I'm saying now he's going to go against great defenses the rest of the season. Right. If he can keep doing that against as the defenses get better and better and tougher to get open on, yeah. that's when your status goes even higher and higher and higher. Yeah, he looks like a draft pick, right? Oh, there's no doubt. I mean, again, this, this PFF uses him right now midseason as a first-team All-American, I along with got- Emeka Egbuka and Marvin Harrison at
1: Ohio State. Do you know where – Maybe Schaefer knows. You know where David Bell was? It, were we right? David Bell was he a third or fourth round pick? I believe he was fourth round pick. Do you remember Schaefer?
3: Uh, I'm pretty sure he was a third round pick to the uh, Cleveland to Cleveland. Yeah. yeah. By the way, he's Mike not Schaefer playing Schaefer.
1: much. Yeah. Th- Hello, Mike, Mike Schaefer. Twenty four seven. Hello, Mike Schaefer. Yeah. Uh, I did look at Bell last week w- when we were in Purdue. He's not playing much for Cleveland, but he was a draft pick. Yeah. Um, Rondale Moore. Not a high draft pick. I mean, what we're saying, Shafe, is Palmer is very good. He's going to get drafted. It doesn't mean he's going to be a second-round draft
3: pick. Uh, Rondell Moore was a second-round draft Was he a second? Pick? Round pick. I'm pretty sure. Okay. Right. What, I'm,
1: what, I'm going to look these up okay. while you guys as, converse. As you
2: look at, so, I mentioned that PFF has, in midseason, Trey Palmer as a first-team All-American, along with the two Ohio State receivers. As you look at him, and I've not ton, done a ton of research on mock drafts so far. It's still early in that. What, what do you see as the ceiling for
3: Trey Palmer? Like What, what can he be as a draft pick? Uh How I haven't really even go? thought about that because I I feel like and normally I'm on the opposite end of this where I'm like the guy should go and go get the money right away. I think he needs more time. Like
1: Whoa. uh
3: he, really? he still drops a fair amount of passes. Like he he's gotta get better as a route runner. I mean I I huh. think he could use another season of just development before he goes to the NFL. Um, and it's not that he can't get developed there, but he's not someone that's going to go in and play right away. His one elite skill is that he's very fast, but mm-hmm. you get to the NFL and pretty much everyone is very
1: fast. Yeah, so. Rondell Moore, 49th pick. Yeah. Yep, that's the um, second
3: round. Then, yeah. right. so I, and, and this isn't – like I, I think that Trey Palmer absolutely has NFL upside. I just think that before we go ahead and put him on the – 49ers or something to replace Debo Samuel like he's he's still got to do more uh and and continue to get better I mean I I mean from a Nebraska perspective he's really really good and we're not used to seeing that at wide receiver right um I still feel like there's areas of his game that have to improve before we're talking about him as like a real NFL wide receiver type
1: Third-round pick, David Bell. Third-round pick. Um, uh,
3: But but
2: do you get my point? So I I was saying, I'm with you, Shafe. Right now he might need more time. But let's say against these better defenses the rest of the season, he continues to have big performances. He can go from thinking right now he needs more time to really proving that he's ready to go in five games.
3: Um, That takes two to tango with the quarterback and the offensive line allowing the quarterback to be upright while throwing the ball down the field. So I guess to read a Tango? Flying Dutchman? I don't know. know Three
1: <laughs> The Flying Dutchman. <laughs> I
3: don't know anything about Flying Dutchman. Um so I uh I think the Trey Palmer's really good. I just I'm not I'm not ready to say that he's like the surefire NFL guy.
1: Whoa. Like I, See I'm ready to say it.
3: Because he's fast?
1: Mm, he's he's caught balls over the middle.
3: Yeah, no. I mean, he he has. It, it's he, not he, that he doesn't. And I I hate doing this because I feel like I'm the one trying to say that he's not good. And I think that he is very good. But he still has to like learn how to run routes.
1: He has a track record at LSU in the SEC. No, he doesn't. Yeah, he had 31 catches. He had
3: 333 yards.
2: That's
1: uh, a record. This, this but this <laughs> well, oh, yeah, again.
2: <laughs> this article says. Uh, about uh, on PFF regarding Trey Palmer, he says after a lackluster three years at LSU, Palmer transferred to Nebraska has been an absolute superstar. Ooh, absolute superstar. No, they refer um, to yeah, as three years. I feel like this years. is kind
3: of all over the top. Like he had a phenomenal game. Mm-hmm. He wasn't. I don't even know that he was the best receiver in that game. Like Charlie Jones is really good, mm-hmm. and he's been doing it against everybody.
1: Yeah, like, I like. I, I like. I like Palmer better. He's bigger.
3: Well, in terms of, like, the next level, sure. Yeah. But, like, in terms of, like, being a receiver. Yeah, Charlie Jones is good. You were at the game, so you would know no. better than, yeah. than anyone else. Was Trey Palmer doing much more than just straight running by bad coverage? <laughs> Not because, like, no. was it good I don't want to take away, like, he was awesome. And mm-hmm. I feel like a jerk for doing this but mm-hmm. he literally was just running by horrendous coverage. Right. We like, um, we, we can't just assume that this is what's going to happen going forward because that was the 13th and probably now the 14th pass defense in the big yeah, game. Yeah, and they were vulnerable. And they looked like the 14th Yeah, pass they were vulnerable. The yeah. yeah,
1: they he was running by corners that were not as fast as him. That's what he was doing. Right. Yeah, and, there's a de- definite I mean, yeah, there's an overreaction for sure. There's uh, an overreaction.
3: And and Again, he's really good. Um, I mean, I, I just don't know that I'm ready to, like, go all in on this is.
1: Well, I'm not going all in. I'm saying, like, fourth. I'm saying third-day draft pick. Yeah. Third day. It,
3: if you're that, like. Third day. I I don't know that. I, I think he has the upside to be higher than that if he were to come back. Uh, you spend more time assuming that. Mickey Joseph's involved in some capacity, potentially as his wide receiver coach or as his head coach with no interim as a title. Um, he could continue to get better as a wide receiver, and potentially you're talking about a second day. I don't know that we're going to get to first day. But I don't think know. we can get to first I mean, day. With the way the NFL is, they had what, like seven receivers taken in the first round this last year? I mean, it just, like some Man. of it is Man. just total copycat, Man. like, you know, looking for the next Justin Jefferson, Cooper Cup, whoever. Um, so you just, you never quite know, but it's, it's such a loaded position in terms of freak athleticism. Here's what, here's we see Trey Palmer and we think, oh wow, this guy's got it all. Mm-hmm. You go to some other schools and maybe these guys aren't producing in the same way, but athletically they're every bit as gifted.
1: Here's but what I would, here's, here's, a, here's what people are probably pining for us to do right now. Um, where is he fit in the, against Nebraska compared to Nebraska receivers of recent vintage you guys are better at this than I am.
3: The the thing that makes it hard is I don't know that there's a comparable. like Is um, Kenny Bell comparable? He's faster than Kenny Bell. Yeah. Is and, he the uh, fastest receiver they've, they've had? He uh, might be. Yeah, I think he might be. He, um, he very well might be. Bell was
1: really good, and he didn't make it in the NFL. Nope. Nope. Yeah.
3: Okay. I mean, Quincy Enunwa was really good, and well, wasn't now really he did make though, it in the right. NFL. He did, he did, yeah. He yeah. Did. So oh. it's sort of unpredictable.
1: He was a bigger body. See, guy.
3: my thing was I I didn't know that Trey Palmer could replace Samari Toure and what Toure did. I Ooh, thought Toure okay. was a really good wide receiver.
1: Who 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 would you take? That's I mean, Toure and Palmer way different kind of receivers.
3: Yeah. See, I would still kind of lean towards Samari Toure.
1: See, I know I'm, I'm not. It's not a home run. I mean, he's for a
2: seventh me. round pick who has is on the active roster for right. the Packers. Right. He's One on of the worst. Receiving he's cores receiving in the league. Core, Is he
1: making any catches?
3: Not yet. Uh, I don't think yeah, so. I, they like him. Like, I don't think he's going anywhere. Kay. Same with David Bell. Like, he's not doing much right now. Mm-hmm. But if you're not, like, a top two-round pick at wide receiver, there's it's, a, it's, it's very, hard. you know, you got to be Stefan Diggs where you're an elite route runner if you're going to nah, get on the field. you got to be really Cooper Cup where everyone just missed you. You guys,
1: again, again, I know this only – you guys know this better, but I know it only because – when I was a beat writer, I used to track it a lot closer. When these receivers, like uh, I wasn't a beat writer, but Wester Camp, I was f- kind of fixated on Wester Camp trying to make the NFL. And when he jumped from team to team, mm. it dawned on me: Wow, look at look the at difference, look yeah. at Miami! Mm. What he would have to crack yeah. there. Look yeah. at New England! What he'd have I, to I crack. I swear, I'm there. having
3: deja vu that like. I don't remember which receiver we were talking about but it, we maybe it was Stanley Morgan or something Might have been Stanley. that we were we were having the same discussion How do you the crack
1: the top yeah. 5 and they, and how many do they keep? Do yeah. they keep 5 Stanley or 6? Still with Cincinnati. Yeah. They only keep special teams. Do they do they keep 5 or 6 NFL teams usually?
3: It, it's usually 5 plus one or two on a practice
1: squad. See man, that's hard to crack when you look at the depth so, charts and look at the guys you're like, "Oh god. You got to who are you beating out?" You know,
3: so basically, thirty times six and a half is what you're looking at. Yeah,
1: you gotta you gotta be really good to crack a, a lineup, really good to even crack a team.
3: Yeah, and I, I think Trey Palmer has that kind of upside. I just I'm not ready to I'm not ready to go all in. I'm not ready to call him an all American. I'm just okay. I, I need more than just running straight past produced. Well, defense. if he, if he does it against these better defenses, the sure. Rest yeah, well, if, if, if you put two hundred sixty yards up all purpose against Illinois, sure. Like okay, you know, but I don't think he's doing
1: that. Tommy Hill, Tommy Hill, uh, Jake's big idea.
2: No, this is Sips' idea. <laughs> idea.
1: Is get Tommy Hill involved now? Have the offense evolve. Get Ramir Johnson and Tommy Hill going late. Yeah. Uh late. Evolution of the offense. Sure. Well look. Throw yeah. out something in November.
3: They gotta they gotta replace what, Omar Manning. They still need more production from wide receivers. I don't think you're gonna get it from Bonner this year. Uh uh-uh. uh. You're not getting it from your red shirt freshman at all. Um, so, Tommy Hill becomes sort of interesting in that regard. It's still weird that he started five games and then just... Switched over to receiver. Or, well, started four games. Whatever, and, yeah. And then played the second half of of Indiana and played pretty well. That might have been one of his better performances. Uh, and then now he's at wide receiver. Like, it's... It, oh, it's something happened there. Very it's strange. weird. We'll probably never get the full Pinky contents Ma- of Pinky- what it was.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So...
3: But he's a very good athlete. I mean, I've I've said this a million times. Andrew Ivins down in Florida, I mean, he was a receiver recruit yes, before he, was a he became recruit. a a defensive back recruit because it was viewed as he could have more value there. He's regarded as a really good special teams player in terms of return game. Uh so he has, I mean, he is an open field runner. I mean, he he can do a lot. Uh so you he's not someone I would just give up on by any means. So you you want to find a way that you can utilize him and have them help your roster. Um, I don't know how quickly that can all come together in uh, switching midseason in a position. But if you have some packages where you just get them the ball and let them do stuff, that's probably a better use of your offense right now than other
1: things. Go route. Easy route. No.
3: <laughs> the, the problem with the go route is competent defenses can take that away.
1: If there's both Palmer and Hill on the field, it, it's complicated. He says double it's a complicator,
3: sure. And then you just all dump for it, baby, to all Travis Vokalek in the middle for yeah, fifteen catches or
1: or or so, Washington okay. spread them out.
3: Spread them out.
1: Or see see what I've been saying is Nebraska. We do a good job of pointing out their deficiencies. If you're on the other end of the conversation, Nebraska is sort of dangerous at the skill positions.
3: Well, so I was talking uh, with with Jay Moore about this yesterday, and we were having a conversation about how. When fans were sort of getting mad because the time of possession so heavily skews towards Purdue's favor, Nebraska kind of had to play a one-track game. Like, they had to score on big plays. They weren't going to sustain drives. Mm -hmm. They weren't going to be able to avoid, like, the soul-crushing strip sack if they had to take a 13-play drive. Down the field, like they needed those big plays. But yeah, that but, was the way that they were going to be able to hang with Purdue. That's
2: them every game, though, isn't it? Right? Is it?
3: Uh, it's every it's, kind game of it's be become there. that way it's because kind of that's just what they you like. They don't have the ability the to, line to sustain 13 drags. plays. Right. You just can't do it. Well, so the the idea is like can. they're going to be. They can't play complementary football. Like that's what makes it hard for their defense. Is their defense is going to be on the field a ton? And it it almost has to be that way because their offense can't be on the field a ton. Because it won't work.
1: This is where the special teams becomes even more important, which right. which worked at Purdue. I mean, they got a, but another. He
3: had his worst game. I feel like. <clears> but
2: yeah, is he healthy <throat> though? I mean, I, to, I don't the, think the so. block punt against Rutgers. I mean, did he get hurt in that? Yeah, punt? he did. He hurt
1: his ankle. He, he he's punting the ball low. Yeah. Um, he's not hitting it high, but well, there's there, no drive to it. Not you know? much drive. Um, but they did block a punt. Tommy Hill was close to to breaking one. If if they add that element, by the way, if they can add a long, a long return or two and continue to, I don't know if they can block a couple more punts. I've had three. Um, yeah, they have three. Three block punts. Right. See. I mean, they could block a couple Probably more.
3: Highest in years.
1: It's well, they had four in 2014. Okay. Yeah. So f- years. Yeah, they had four. Yeah, four in 2014. So they could get to there. Oh yeah. Um, I'm
3: trying to think if I can remember a single one of those. Kyron Williams, I feel like, had two of them.
1: They, had block, yeah, they blocked one uh, against a team wearing red, white, and blue. I think they blocked South two, Alabama? They blocked two that game, yeah. yeah. <laughs> very <laughs> vivid it? memory you have there. They blocked a <laughs> punt against America! <laughs> <laughs> they did. They blocked two that night, actually, I think. Um, it was that kid, Schaefer would know the name, kid, that kid from Kearney who eventually transferred. Isaiah Stahlberg. Yeah, he got one. Oh, yeah, really really go. Got, How about yeah. that? Uh, did he Revelation. get one? Yeah. Yeah, he got one.
3: Been very good for number one or number two ranked South Dakota State.
1: So okay. Yeah. So, yeah, it's like the special teams, if they can produce big plays. Yeah, I mean, listen, here's here's the deal with Nebraska. It's become about big plays. Big plays in the pass game, perhaps big plays in special teams, because they're not going to grind out drives. Yep. Well, it's but
2: nice to actually have big plays in special teams. We haven't seen that. For I know long time. special teams is actually. I, I saw that Nebraska's first in the conference in punt returns in terms of yards per return. <laughs> ninth in the nation. I'll be damned. How about that? I'll be damned. Nebraska is first in the Big Ten in yards per punt return and ninth
1: national. Yeah, I mean that's
3: that... as a return team or as a coverage unit. Return team both of them are baffling to me so i want to clarify
1: tommy hill is is important in this conversation he looks very determined right now as a return man i mean he's that's his role i mean so yeah, he basically exactly. when
3: he when he and the coaching staff had the conversation about no longer playing defense it was determined that he needed to figure out what he wanted his role to be with this team they they settled on special teams and some wide receiver stuff and he's throwing them like you as you said, I mean he's throwing himself into the special teams thing. Yeah, and like, I don't, this isn't a guy who wanted to just quit. Like no. this is he wanted to have some sort of purpose, but it, it wasn't working well enough for all parties involved at corner.
1: Yeah, and I don't think this receiver conversation is a pie in the sky conversation. He was a good receiver in high school, he a very
3: good athlete. Right, he's, he's a very usable football player. You just have to figure out how you're going to use
1: him. Right. It's not like you're throwing him out there and he doesn't understand route concepts. He he knows what to do. Yep. He's he just needs to get honed up, which he can. But I'm telling you, you know, you can tell him to run a straight go route and he can make it work. Casey said he he catches the deep ball well. <laughs> well, all right. Uh, do it.
2: Speaking of Casey, <laughs> do it. Speaking of Casey, we got five games left against pretty dang good defenses. What's the chances he survives this season?
1: Survives. You mean you mm. think he could die? <laughs> He'd be dead. He, he I think a, the chances he, of him surviving he are he plays very good. all five I don't know. games. How about that?
3: I've seen some of those hits, and I've seen some of the way he lays in a crumpled heap, and I wonder, are we going to lose the sport forever? <laughs> no.
1: I think he's going to survive the season.
3: Will he play in all five games?
1: <laughs> um, now that's a different that's conversation. That's a different conversation. Yeah. He's so mean far survival. started
3: every game. He has. Which is remarkable to me, given the amount of hits he's taken.
1: T- he like, I mean, Mickey Joseph always says it. He's, he is d- indeed tough. He's yeah, a tough kid, tough-minded too. I mean, he is very tough-minded.
3: I I I expect him that he'll make every
1: start. I do too. Yeah. Um he's, Will he be? Is he anywhere near a hundred percent? No, he's, he's taking right some hits, now.
3: man. But yeah. um,
2: he got two sore short-
1: to... He's got two sore shoulders. Yeah, among among other things. Yeah, that's
2: that's not it. <laughs> it's more pains than that.
1: Yeah. He does, he's... boy. The bye week's big for him, I would think.
3: It's <laughs> that man in a tub. Pretty I'm sure he's just built a pillow fort, and he's just going to stay in there forever. <laughs> a pillow fort. Nice and you soft. Can't hurt me in here? Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay.
1: uh, yeah. A safe place, Jake. A safe place for yes. for, for uh, Casey Thompson. Right. Be nice. I, yeah. So I got one. I got a from somebody I would say a knowledgeable fan whose idea was now this is now this is what falls under the pie in the sky category his idea was to surreptitiously rest, rest Casey against Illinois don't, don't announce it but don't play him throw a curveball at Illinois play Chubba and Logan Smothers and catch him off guard now it's not a terrible idea it's not
3: it, I think if you're doing that, it is that, not happening. Isn't my guess? If but, you're if you're doing that, you're spending two weeks straight putting in a you
1: know kitchen off- sink
3: offense yeah. with Logan Smothers. Like there's no yeah, there's
1: no other. Uh, <laughs> How much would you have to put in though? You got to think they have stuff put in already, right? For for Logan, Packaged, yeah,
3: but package. do you have no. enough to for sixty five plays? I don't know, I don't know. Um, it's just a it's, yeah, just it's a, one thing if run you ride, have like run a,
1: it's just sort of a. It's an idea and it, and the more I thought about it, the more in, it's provocative. It's not realistic. Right. Yeah, well,
3: it's it's, it's sort of fantastical yeah. and kind of fun to think about. You because in the you, way that winning the lottery is fantastical and fun to think but about. But you
1: would catch Illinois off guard, right? Yeah, but for how long? Here, here's the right. problem
3: with that is
2: that go back to even Lovey Smith's defenses at Illinois. They weren't good, but they hit hard. Remember yeah. that? They were physical oh, God, yeah. defenses. They still are with Beal. If you get you get Smothers out there; he gets hit right away. He yeah. gets hurt. I mean,
1: well, you go back to Casey then,
2: with a different game plan. <laughs> you had a, you had a game plan in that scenario that was not Casey's game plan.
1: But you got Chuba too. How, how, you're playing Chuba and Logan, so he would go to Chubba Yeah,
2: first it had a Casey in this scenario.
1: Yeah, I mean, or you, Smothers gets. I hurt mean, the way I envision it, you would start Chuba and and throw in and throw in Smothers. This
3: isn't really fair because we haven't seen him a lot, but. My confidence level in Chuba Purdy right now might be less than a two.
1: <laughs> okay. I'm Why in, is that? A,
3: he just looks so skittish. Looks skates, and right? I don't know if it's because the offensive line is a sieve might or be. if he keeps getting put in these situations where he's just basically getting that snot kicked out of him mm-hmm. um, or what. But every time he's in, I'm just like, this feels like it's just a ticket to disaster.
1: Wouldn't it be fascinating, though, Like you're in the press box and – and we're watching, and out trots Chuba, and you'd be laughing. Well, you'd the be conspiracy cackling.
3: theory of what happened to Casey Thompson, how hurt is he? Mm-hmm. You know what's going on. Mm-hmm. Like the, you know what this place is like. That'll get whipped <laughs> into a frenzy real quick. It would. And then oh, if yeah. it comes out that they made the determination to do to it. bench their starting quarterback just for a game, <laughs> and it didn't work out, yeah. And they still lose like thirty-four to three. <laughs> you know, what a great
2: scenario! So what? Like. So much for Mickey. I, I yeah, I was gonna say so like Mickey yeah. <laughs> I think the
1: interim title is, yeah. is right, just right. you know vanishing. <laughs> well, that didn't work out so well. Yeah, the associate head coach might vanish too. That tag, <laughs> Mickey, don't. might be at Louisiana Monroe. So I. Uh, <laughs>
3: while it's fun to think about, it, yeah, I don't, I don't, Yeah, it's, it's probably
1: not happening. It was it. a provocative discussion on an off week yep we can table it now uh, before we get to break Schaefer, here comes chubb against Illinois.
2: <laughs> this hour is sponsored by trek cbd it's been a very stressful sports week for you the the guardians unfortunately are out of the playoffs the vikings though, are five and one i assume you've had to make some visits to, to cope with the stress and anxiety to trek cbd
3: yeah, well, I mean, just like when Slider gets all worked up about storms, they uh, they have stuff for people, too. When I get worked up about the, uh, the New York Yankees and Cleveland's inability to close out a playoff series in my lifetime, uh, Trek CBD has stuff for me as well. So Tuesday, after having to wait because there was a whole 10th Actually, less than a tenth inch of rain in the Bronx on Monday, and they couldn't possibly play through it, not to mention all the ground being saturated by Aaron Boone's tears about baseball forcing them to potentially play on Monday. Mm. They played on Tuesday in the afternoon. The game got done early enough that I was able to visit the clouds, as I like to call them, <laughs> Tuesday night, <sighs> to help me feel better about the end of Cleveland season. So Trek CBD can send you to the clouds. Uh, go talk to Scott and Shannon. They will have the products for you. Let them know what you're looking for, and they can help you out. Track nice. CBD, 84th and Highway 2.
1: Tenth, the clouds tenth?
3: sound nice? Yes. The clouds are a good place to be when things aren't great in real life. Oh, I don't want to talk
1: about <laughs> um, The 10th the of an inch, Is that's all that was?
3: Yeah. They said, I mean, the people who went to that game, so it was supposed to start the game at in, 7.
1: At Yankee Stadium. Yeah,
3: 7 Eastern on Monday. And so the gates open probably at 5. They probably open a little early for a mm-hmm. playoff game. So people basically sat there for three and a half hours in light rain at times. I think the longest and the heaviest it had ever got was about a 10-minute stretch. And then at 9.40 Eastern. So if you got there at 5, you're there for four hours and 40 minutes. They decide they're not going to play the baseball game, and they're sticking it at 4 o'clock in the afternoon. And good luck to you if you need to use a ticket.
1: I bet that went over well.
3: I mean... They won anyway, so it doesn't matter. They got what they wanted. Congratulations! Yeah, to them. congrats to the Yankees, Astros,
2: Yankees, ALCS. Who won last night? Houston.
3: Uh, Houston won.
2: Good. Houston won. And I hate both of those teams. The
3: Padres won in the NL. Yes. Why do you,
1: Why do you hate Houston?
2: You know, they've been the there for a while. Now. They have the whole trash can thing, cheaters. Yeah, the Padres were down four zip to and came that. back and won. So they're up tied one one now with the Phillies. Padres. More next with Mike Schaefer on early break in the ticket.